On this episode of the Impressively Average Podcast, Sean and Connor bring in a guest, a Jets fan, perhaps, and they uh, they uh, recap uh, the week four, and then they dive right into Thursday's night game for week five. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Impressively Average Podcast. We got someone special here today. We got our dear friend, Matt. He's a Jets fan. We're going to get into that. We're going to get it. We're going to get all into that. (laughs) And uh, we're going to talk about week four. Dive right into that. And then we'll finish it off with a little Thursday night football. So, all right, let's get it going. Um, Diving right in to the Sunday slate. Uh, First game we got, we got the Vikings at the Saints. Not really at the Saints. In London, Vikings win 28 to 25. Mr. Joseph pulls out the field goal for the win. Um, did anybody wake up to watch that game or, uh, was it? Just yeah, uh, I was going to the Cubs game. So I, I was actually on the train watching it and I was sweating out this, this Chris Olave receiving yard over that I like just put way too much money on more than I should have, but I got so <laughs> lucky dude. Like he was about halfway, uh, going into the final 30 seconds of the game and the red rifle just yeets up a 50 yard bomb to him. And it was just like a 50, 50 ball and he caught it. And that just saved me. So, yeah, I watched that game. It kind of sucked, to be honest. Can, can and, we uh, <laughs> say a, a little prayer for the people that didn't wake up in time to uh, bench Alvin Kamara in fantasy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the, the, yes. Poor, five, poor souls. <laughs> five, five Hail Marys and one Our Father for whoever whoever yes. didn't. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that is unfortunate. And also kind of bullshit that, I mean, like, it's nothing they could do. But still, it's just like I guess it's the risk you you take when you pick up like an Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey or who else. Yeah, that's pre- that's pretty much the main main guys. I was kind of surprised because in the injury report, it seemed like he was uh, kind of progressing towards starting. Then the last minute, they just yeah, but you wouldn't have, you would probably not have done shit anyways. To be honest. Yeah. So here's here's the thing I keep thinking about is is Kirk Cousins the guy? Is he is he the guy who can win at least the north? Barely. Because it's because it, clearly it's between the Packers and the Vikings. But the okay. real thing is is like is he going to cuz every team's ultimate goal is winning it all. Is he the guy to win him a Super Bowl? Fuck no. Oh yeah, hell no. He's. Well, I'm not going that enough. far, but that's what he. Sh- that's what you should be saying the standard at. Yeah, but I'm saying like to at least win the North. Is he the guy to do it? Yeah, because the North kind of sucks. So yeah, how would you how would you rate the North QBs? 
Rogers, and then so far this year, Goff, Cousins, and Fields. Why would you rate Rogers over Kirk Cousins? Because Rogers actually has won it before, and he has like the yeah. But I'm saying like this year, performance wise, who are you taking as QB this year? Performance wise, Goff is the best quarterback in the North. Okay, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's and a then fact. second is probably Rogers, then Kirk. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Right now, Goff is kind of tearing it up for the Lions. If it wasn't for their bad defense, uh, they would have a better record. They got the number one scoring offense in the NFL right now. I think they'd be 4-0. Yeah, no, am yeah. I right? Yeah, I, yeah right? I could see that. I mean, yeah, even if they the had games. an average, even if they had an average defense, I mean, yeah, Dude, the, like the, the lines are in such a weird situation there. because I think deep down, like the GM wants to move. He before the season started, I think his ultimate goal was they would be they would show like signs of being competitive and that there's a shift in like the culture and everything, but they would still be bad enough to where they could draft a quarterback for the future. But now golf is actually playing like a really good quarterback where it's like, he's in a weird situation. Like, do you, do you go another year with him? Like, I mean, I think, yeah. it, I think it depends on how he finishes. I think yeah, right now he's sure. still, he's still the stopgap guy. Uh, I still think this upcoming draft, they're going to get a quarterback, but right now, I mean, you have Amon St. Brown, who's a really young, like up and coming superstar wide receiver, in my opinion. And he has someone who uh, Deandre Swift, who's a really young, talented running back. Their offense is, it's fairly young or on the younger side, and it's got a lot of potential. No, yeah, and they still got Jameson a, Williams coming back too, though. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And if you can just plug in a premier quarterback, I mean, that that team's going to be really good. <laughs> and maybe uh, go into free agency this upcoming offseason to fix the defense a little bit. Like, the Lions actually could be a force in the North. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Definitely agree on that. Um, <clears throat> might as well while we're talking about it. Let's uh, let's get into that game. Seahawks and the Lions game, high scoring game. Seahawks win forty eight to forty five. Um, no defense whatsoever on the field. Um, Geno Smith is playing out of his mind. Uh, you love to see that. Uh, you know, Jets never wrote back so. Out of time and out of luck. Um, yeah, Geno Smith is kind of tearing it up. Seahawks go to two and two and lines go to one and three. Um, it's just like we were saying, like the offense scored by the Lions, it, you know, if they had any defense, like any bit of defense, I could see them being three one and maybe, you know, maybe even four and zero. Oh, yeah, um, dude. But yeah, like Matt was saying, just like Amon Ross St. Brown, you got T Hawk, which I mean, I think he's as good as any other tight end in the league. Um, like a Kelsey or he could be like a Kelsey or yeah, he, he's uh, got Mark the potential. Andrews. And I, I feel like up until this matchup, he was kind of having a relatively quiet season, but in terms of fantasy. Hawkinson put in some work this week. He had, uh, I think, a PPR 38 or 39 oh, oh, fantasy 40, points. 45. 
45. Jeez. 45. And you know what? On one team, I had Goff and T-Hawk. Oh, baby. That, that's, <laughs> a, just, that's a stack right there. Sheesh. I just had the <laughs> I had the the two-headed dragon on my team. I had Big Gene because Trey Lance broke his fucking ankle in half, so I just started Big Gene the past two weeks. Oh, hey, yeah. you know what? <laughs> hey, he's he's getting the job done for you. Yeah, no, for sure. I say as long as as long if you're in like a super flex league, as long as you can get a quarterback who who's not your starting quarterback, but like your your super flex quarterback, if you get get over fifteen or like over fifteen points, then you're good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all you're especially, really especially for, if yeah. like you're. I'm on my third option here, and he's averaging like 25 points the last two weeks. I'm like, all right, dude, I'll take it, like for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, back on the, the topic of uh, Geno Smith, I'm looking at his stats right now, 320 yards, two TDs, no turnovers, QBR of uh, 91.3. And if you look at all the other NFC uh, West quarterbacks, I mean, right now, statistically, Geno Smith, who everyone thought was going to be probably the worst one in that division, is right now the best quarterback yeah. in that division, which is shocking. <laughs> Well, you remember last year when Gino came out because Russ got hurt. Uh, Aaron Donald broke the fuck out of his finger when they were playing the Rams last season. And then Gino Smith came in and then completed seven out of seven passes. And, uh, you know, he went on, obviously, the next game. Didn't do as, you know, as good as I thought he was going to do. But um, he's a solid quarterback. I think he's trying to make his – Trying to make his uh his case, honestly. Um, you know, he's just he's just not writing back. I feel like his luck's <laughs> not his luck. I feel like this little like fairy tale, and I'm not trying to be negative. I just feel like it will run out at some point, and then like I don't think he's going to be a starter next year or even the year beyond. But I, I think it's a really cool story how he's literally like outperforming Russ. And yeah. the guy, the guy that got ran out of town, like is performing way worse than the next guy up, which is Geno fucking Smith, who has had a rough path, like, ever since he got drafted. And it begs the question, uh, is Russell Wilson a system quarterback? <laughs> dude, Russ is something, dude. Uh, uh, I, no. I don't think so, but uh, Nathaniel Hackett is an awful coach, and I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, His clock management in that first game was probably some of the worst coaching I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, no, he shit his pants, dude. Like he and I actually thought that was a pretty good signing, but I didn't really know who he was. But I was like, oh, offensive coordinator under Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Like I thought it was a good signing just off paper, but the guy actually has no composure at all. And he's not even playing. Yeah. Well, that was the thing is like, I knew as soon as he, he, they didn't go for it on, what was it? Fourth and five. Um, and they, they went to kick one of the longest field goals in NFL history um, with a field goal kicker. Who's never even been close to that um, range. I was like, their season's fucking over. Like yeah. he has no trust in Russ. <laughs> like this man just robbed fucking the Broncos out of, you know, uh, 200 plus million dollars 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it looks like Russ is improving. It looks yeah, like they're had a big week in the right direction. So, um, I mean, they, you know, they did lose to the Raiders, but we'll get to that. Um, so moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Eagles. Eagles take the dub 29 to 21 in an interesting game. Um, Eagles go to four and O, and the Jags sit at two and two in the FC South. <clears throat> I think the Jags are actually a decent team. Um, I agree. I think, I mean, from whatever the leftover, uh, you know, judgment on them was last year, I think is kind of they've, after doing how well they did last week against the Chargers, I think that kind of diminished a lot of that. And I think Trevor Lawrence is kind of stepping up as, as that uh, QB that they drafted. So um, not a bad loss by any means because the Eagles are kind of a wagon in the NFC, but um, I don't know. I, the Eagles, I, it's, it's weird, but I think the Eagles are still a little suspect. They are yeah. four. No, but yeah. they're the, uh, the teams that they've beaten have been very, not that great. What they beat, they barely beat the uh, Lions week one. Right. They beat the Jaguars, uh, who they played the Commanders last week. Yeah. Uh, and then I forgot who they played week two. But uh, the, the Vikings, which they kind of fucked them up. It was the double header on. Uh, yeah. Oh, on yeah, Monday. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I would say all four of those teams, you. Probably, I'd say the best team is the Vikings, but even then, I mean, that's not really saying much. Uh, it'll be interesting going forward how the Eagles uh, perform. I want to see who they're playing uh, in the following weeks, but oh, their their schedule is insanely easy. I'll just rattle off. I'll just go off what they have next. So they have the Cardinals this weekend. Then they have the Cowboys. Then the Steelers. The Texans, the Commanders again, the Colts, the Packers, okay, the Titans, the Giants, the Bears, oh God, and the Cowboys again, Saints, and the Giants. Wow. I was, I was, <laughs> I was literally saying to my roommate today, I'm like, this might be the easiest schedule in the NFL out of all the teams. Yeah, that is a, a very easy schedule. I could see the Cardinals potentially giving them issues next week. Uh, I know the Cardinals have been playing that, haven't been playing that great lately, but I think out of all those teams, they might be them, the Saints, and maybe you could even argue the Cowboys, how they've been playing with their defense. Those are probably the only tough teams that stand in the Eagles' way. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the Cardinals – could maybe make a case if you know their old line gets a little bit more healthy. Um, they're definitely hurting there, and um, I don't know. Their defense is anything special, so I can see them going five and zero. Oh. I don't know, but it, I hate to say it, but I think they they could uh, they could easily maybe have end the season with like three losses. Yeah, I could I could easily see that happening. All right, moving on to the Jets 
and the Steelers. Jets take the dub, 24 to 20. And uh, is Zach Wilson back? You know, I'll say this. So I missed a decent portion of the game because I had a target had my soul for a couple hours. (laughs) So I missed about the first half of the game. But from what I did see, uh, especially in the fourth quarter, Zach Wilson definitely was rusty as hell the first three quarters. I think he started the game like six for like 16 or something like that. Uh, But fourth quarter, he went 10 for 12. 128 yards uh, when it mattered most. And honestly, just like kind of just like the little things I saw from Zach Wilson times where he would try and force a ball uh, when it was tight coverage, but instead he uh, at least in one instance, I saw he checked it down to Michael Carter for just a short six, seven yard gain. And that's all you need. You just gotta, you know, you don't have to go fight for the big play. You need to just settle and, play the next down you got to make sure you can live another day or another down in this case but overall a very good win for the jets uh they're two and two and all right hear this out (laughs) if the jets jets win this upcoming week and the bills lose jets are in first place wow wow that's that's gotta be something in uh a, f- a few years, right? A couple, couple of years that that's happened. Might we be. were talking about this before you joined, Sean. We can't remember the last time the Jets even led the division. No, it, it might have been like 09 or 2010 for about two weeks until the Patriots decide to take it. But, yeah, I don't remember the last time the Jets even were leading the division at any point. Yeah. So, I mean, I could totally see them beating the Dolphins. Um it's just a matter of like the Dolphins D is definitely getting more healthy. Um, so, you know, Matt, they I actually have, have a long Sorry. week. Sorry. I don't want um, to interrupt here, Matt. The last time the jets won the division was 2002. <laughs> okay. So about a couple decades, yeah, not, not too bad, <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> we were just, we we're just little boys. Just, you know, Five years old. <laughs> Five years old. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you All know right, what? No, finish up what you're saying, Sean. Sorry. But, yeah, no. So, I mean, they could definitely be – I could I see him making a case against the Dolphins. Um, they're, they're a rowdy team. Uh, coming off that win, they might have a little bit of, uh, you know, winner's high. Yeah. Uh, Tua uh, is most likely not going to play that week either. So yeah. He, no, actually, it is, it is confirmed that he will not be playing – against the Jets. So you'll have Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy covers. So um, considering that the spread is in the Dolphins' favor, maybe you don't get the win. But, hey, you never know. Teddy Bridgewater was always the guy who covers with the plus spread. So uh, the Jets could definitely uh, – they can make a case here. But on the uh, other side of that game, Kenny Pickett is uh... – Taking over as the Steelers' starting quarterback. <sighs> Why don't they just trust Trubisky? It's he'll lose a couple games, all right, and then you know he'll he'll get there. He'll, he just needs to get comfortable, all right. No, no, that's yeah, no. Kenny Pickett was definitely the right choice. 
he threw three picks, but I'd probably say one of those picks was really his fault. The other yeah. one was, uh, I think one went through Chase Claypool's hands, or at least. Well, he threw a dot. I mean, yeah, it was yeah, a good ball. A good, it was a good pass. He should have, I mean, Chase Claypool's 6'5". And yeah. I think, uh, I forgot who, Jamarcus uh, Loiner or, yeah. Or uh, no, uh, Lamarcus Joyner is like five eleven, and he's yeah, not the one that picked. The, he's the one that picked off that ball. Yeah, there's yeah, two cause... guys there. He like did throw it into double coverage, but like Chase should have at least come. I mean, it was it was such a weird That's... tip pass where yeah. I wouldn't necessarily put that all on on Kenny. But the hail mary, obviously, like you can't count that against him. I don't know, but that's 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 Chase Claypool's job. That's no, no. I'm talking about the second for, one too. You know? I'm, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Should, I'm talking about the actual hail mary that he he actually threw. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's not not his fault yeah. either. Hey, you know what? Cut him some slack. I mean, it's his first game. He's got the jitters. Like, let him get it out. Like, he's he'll be okay. He'll be okay. Um, there was a lot of slander on him though. Which, I know <laughs> there was. Yeah, it was just like he wasn't even that good in college. Like all this shit, but um. You know, who would you rather have, Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky? Which did you, did you see the, the Steelers' ringer. upcoming schedule? Oh, no, uh, I saw it's pretty fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the Bills, then uh, the Buccaneers, then the Dolphins, and the Eagles. Yeah, yeah that's all those defenses. Yeah, they're they're probably gonna lose. I think all those games. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to ran through like a Portuguese whore by the time they get to the whatever. <laughs> oh, bro. Then they, dude, oh my gosh. All the right. Saints. They play the, dude, they play the Saints the following week. Yeah. Five and then the Bengals. Of, yeah. And then the Colts. Well, the Bengals, yeah. is, you know, Bengals, all right. Their defense is actually, uh, you know, they're. They're decent. Like their secondary is pretty good. Yeah. But the Colts. Around. Yeah. The real break is with the Falcons. Yeah, yeah I, I, yeah, I would argue that their breaks probably with the Colts. Colts look like shit. Uh, Matt Ryan really hasn't yeah. been doing anything. Uh, well, just like defensive wise. Yeah, we're just oh yeah, Kenny. yeah, defensively. Yeah, I could see it. But yeah, the Colts offense is whew, shit's bad. Yeah, yeah, that did not look good against. It. Tannehill was going all over. King Henry was. Oh God, it was it was really bad to watch because I had I I think I had uh, I had a teaser going where it was the Titans plus or the uh, the Colts plus nine or something like that, and within the first like quarter, I'm like this shit ain't hitting. Like there's just no way that this could possibly hit, just the way that they were playing. So I I don't know what team. The Titans are really, to be honest. The only team in the South that I actually like know is the Jags. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, probably the Titans will win that division, but I actually think uh, the Jags may give them a run for their money. It's going to be a bad. I think the Jags are going to be runaway favorites for it. I think it's still too early uh, for that. But I definitely think it's going to be a lot closer down the season than people think. Yeah. I think, obviously, Texans stink. Uh, Colts stink. I don't think they're turning it around. 
I think that overall that division sucks. I mean, yeah. I are they worse? Do you think they're worse than the NFC East? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think I would. Uh, Cowboys are honestly kind of solid. Uh, well, the defense. Eagles are good. So I mean, that's... yeah, Eagles are obviously really good. The Cowboys are solid. Their offense is not like amazing, but Cooper Rush is doing enough to win them games. And Cowboys defense is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's really good, but obviously the commanders kind of suck ass. Dude, the commanders not... actually might be the worst team in football. Yeah, easily. This is Carson Wentz's uh, last season being a starter anywhere. It yeah. has to be, or else he's <laughs> gonna get he's gonna he's gonna get murdered. He's gonna dude, he's just a parasite, ACL. dude. He, he's literally like a, he's cancer. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, and um, then obviously the Giants are. Not good. The Giants, yeah. I mean, they'll just be middle of the pack. Until they um, get rid of Daniel Jones. Yeah. yeah. They need someone else. I mean, did you see Tyrod Taylor? I mean, he, you know, got his freaking shit rocked on the first play, basically. I know. They had Barkley out there for uh, at QB for, what, like two to three snaps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? Let's just run Wildcat the whole time. Yeah, like, no, like, well. mm, fuck it, we don't need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Not like we were playing with one anyways before. Yeah, it, it's it's not like the Bears are going to do anything on offense, so let's just <laughs> do whatever the fuck we want. Which, uh, yeah, I guess brings me to the uh, the next game: the Giants and the Bears. Giants win twenty to twelve. Um, yeah, the Bears didn't score any offensive touchdowns, uh, just just field goals. So uh, that's good. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is good. We uh, traded up to get Justin Fields, and he uh, he hasn't really done anything. But also, I can't even really blame the guy. We're still not scheming him in the right way. The, the bear, I will say, like, as bad as it looks and as bad as the stats look, the Bears are still not scheming Justin Fields in the right way. No, it's not even just that. Like, yeah, that you're right about that. But also, it's like they literally had the worst offseason out of any team. They didn't do anything. It looks like, dude, their offseason was basically – it was basically like a summer vacation, like going into – like someone's like summer vacation, like a junior in high school going into senior year of high school. Like they were just like they're excited. But like we're not really going to do anything because, you know – it's it's our senior year so it was, it was it was just basically that's exactly what it was and everyone's so hyped like oh maybe it's some kind of like underground you know special bullshit that the uh that the bear no the franchise is a freaking joke and i would even go as far to say as they they are they are tied they're tied for last with the the, the commanders well, I mean, even the commanders have like a better like. I mean, look at the coaches that ran through the 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 Redskins back in the day. Yeah, like like just all these elite coaches, like a lot of different you know faces and talent going through that team, and we have like the Bears, which have like nobody. Dude, they're like, starting a fifth round tackle. Yeah, that's like that's yeah. insane. Dude, yeah. your guys' premier signing in the offseason was Byron Pringle. 
Yeah, yeah they're like, <laughs> they're like, holy shit! Oh, we got someone from <laughs> from the Chiefs. Can- Kansas City Chiefs. He he must be the next uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he learned so much from Tyreek. It's like, no, we have. I Bi- think you guys Byron are forgetting Pringle, about a someone shit. in particular here. Okay, Equinemius St. Brown he will ever forever have a uh, soft spot, a little special place in my heart. This is the um, most Bears stat ever, Sean. Equinemius had zero receptions for nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know how that's it, even possible. No, it's literally the Bears are an anomaly. They they don't make sense. They don't make sense. He had a t- he must have been a tip pass. That he just caught and ran for. I have no idea, but yeah, it, the, the stat line says zero receptions for nine yards. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's the thing about the Bears is like th- we're always going to be in these games where th- it's it just like if you're a Bears fan, you're so hopeful throughout the game because they have these spurts of greatness and talent, and then when you need it the most, it's just nowhere to be found, and then like. You know, Justin Fields throws two picks to the same guy, or you know, it, you know they ended up winning that game. But <laughs> thank God for the defense. But yeah, they have a lot to figure out. Um, next year is going to be a great off season. Hopefully, they they have. I mean, they have the most cap space out of every single team for next for next year. So. I mean, hopefully they can pull together a good uh, a good offseason and grab some good key players to really build up uh, the offense. And um, hopefully the defense can strengthen up a little bit, but I'm not too worried about the defense. Like like you said, man, like they can be average. We just need an offense. Yeah. And uh, it goes hand in hand. It's like not just the players, it's the the – the offensive like scheme that they're running around Justin Fields is still not the right one. Yeah. You know, that actually brings me to a question. Do you think there's a chance that the bears draft another quarterback and they trade Justin Fields for something to get their own guy? Cause Justin Fields was, uh, who, who's your, uh, who's the old coach? I'm drawing a blank right now. Matt Matt Nagy. Nagy. Yeah. Nagy. He was, he was drafted when Nagy was there, but now that he's not there, He's the uh, new Bears head coach's quarterback, pretty much, but he's not mm-hmm. his guy. You know, I wouldn't think right. this offseason, but maybe next offseason. I think, um, I think they they could totally do it. I mean, the Bears are full of surprises, uh, you know, mostly bad. So <laughs> I can I can totally see them drafting another quarterback and him being worse than Justin Fields, and then we have another year of just absolute shit. Like the Bears are just in purgatory right now, and I don't even know how to feel. Like I've even like entertained the thought in my own head of even you know being a different fan of. A I blame Ryan, but I can't do it right because if you're a Chicago fan, like of any team, you can't just switch. You can't just be in another fan of a different team. Like it just doesn't yeah. work like that. No, then it, no, because then when so, your team is actually good, it, it it doesn't feel the same. Like, dude, no, you know, yeah, exactly. waited for the Bills to be fucking good. It feels amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I could have been a Yankees fan instead of a, a Mets yeah, right. fan. But, yeah, But exactly. now the Mets are uh, good, so besides getting yeah. swept by the Braves, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, you just <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wait it out. You just got to wait it out, and hopefully one day when I'm like 80, the Bears will win in Arlington or something. I don't know. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be an interesting offseason, but right now, they just got to scheme the fuck out of Justin Fields and Dude, they need get him into play. those drop bat passes, get him into those, get him into those situations where he can throw down the field on those and like a PRO or some kind of play action play where he can drop back and just sail it because he's more accurate when he's aiming way down the field than he is when he's going short. Slants. Dude, they just need a fucking yeah. get veteran lineman. Like get some lineman depth. They did nothing with the line besides draft a couple late, like fifth and seventh or sixth rounders. Like they that is the one thing, bro. Like just get protection for Justin and see how it goes from there. Like Ryan Poles, who I was actually pretty confident in coming in into the offseason. This is all on him. Literally all on him. Yeah. He, he but I don't think no he, I don't think he I don't think he totally busted. I mean, that's like he he drafted some solid people. I mean, take a look at take a look at uh um take a look at the line now. It's like people have you know they're kind of beat up. So uh, we have you know yeah, but Darnell Mooney should right not be now. the wide receiver one in my opinion. He's good, but he's a wide receiver too. Like he needed to get Justin an actual weapon. Yeah, yeah and, I, and that's what I think they're that. gonna. That's what the, I think they're gonna aim for in the offseason. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they grab. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe T. Higgins. That would be kind of sick. Um, I could see him being a uh, a wide receiver one. I oh, think T. Higgins for sure would be a wide receiver yeah. one. That's a that's a Stephon Diggs so, scenario. Like yeah. he's like literally like in the shades of Jamar Chase, where Stephon was in the shade of Adam Thielen at the time. It's another exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's just the the classic uh, Bears saying, "We'll see." So, um, yeah, that's that's enough. That's enough about the Bears for today. Uh, oh God, they're so bad. Um, moving on to the Chargers and the Texans. Chargers win thirty four to twenty four. Uh, they kind of dicked on the Texans, and then the Texans scored a few at the end. Um, to make it look convincing, but it really wasn't. Uh, Austin Eckler got three touchdowns, I'm pretty sure. So whoever had him in fantasy. Yeah. Nice. Got, uh, what, like 32 in PPR, I think? Yeah, something there. like that. Something like that. Um, uh, on, a, on that like related note, uh, that Damian Pierce, the running back on the Texans, he's looking like a solid running back. He's uh, Lovey Smith is starting to kind of giving turning into that like bell cow role, yeah, a little bit. I think he got like his most carries so far, twenty two or twenty three, for around let's see, I think it was like a hundred and like twenty yards around there. But he's looking like a very solid running back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not to bring up the Bears again, but I mean, just watching him against the Bears. And I mean, obviously the Bears have a good D. They're solid. Um, they've always had a really good D. So like every time he took the field, I was worried. And 
that definitely says something like they're he's going to be he's going to be something special so um damian pierce yeah okay so he had 14 carries 131 yards in a td but he also had uh six receptions also which helps in ppr extra six points there yeah he's gonna be uh he's gonna be a beast hopefully he doesn't fall off like a lot of you know like a lot of running backs who have a breakout year um, have like the next year, but I think he's pretty good. And Hey, we got nine minutes left in our, uh, in our zoom meeting here. So let's quickly go through the rest. All right. So yeah, let's uh, let's just run through these. Uh, so we got the Browns and the Falcons Falcons win 23 to 20. Um, they're just, still a beast. Best running back yeah. in the league right now. Yeah, they're just insane. They're in, I mean, the Falcons are covering machines. So um, I'm just going to keep betting the Falcons. I don't even care. I'm just going to keep betting them. Dude, they don't get Kyle Pitts involved, which is annoying. Mariota only had seven completions. <laughs> yeah. I uh, flexed them this week. Not a good decision. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You know what? All right. he's, he's decent. He's decent. All right, Cowboys uh, Commanders. That game kind of fucking sucked. So I don't really know what else to talk about that other than the Commanders. Yeah. Hey, Cooper Rush, is, Cooper Rush is 4 0. All right. Yep. He's 4 0. That's all you got to say. Uh, Bills and Ravens. Bills come back and beat the Ravens. Uh, they were down due to some, uh, a couple mistakes, a couple turnovers, but they did the job. Josh Allen came in and fucking did the job for them. So, uh, Good shit there. And we go to the Cardinals and the Panthers. Cardinals 26 to 16. I feel like a lot of people saw that coming. Uh, um, Panthers are ass. Baker Mayfield's yeah. the worst quarterback statistically in the league right now by yeah. a long shot. I hear they're calling for Sam Darnold right now. So the nice just, former jet. Yeah, that just that just goes <laughs> to show how things Speaking are going. Speaking of former jets, Carolina. real quick, uh, Jamison Crowder broke his uh, his ankle in the Bills Ravens game. So that's, that's keep an eye out luck. for Khalil Shakir. Okay. Okay. Good looks. Good looks. All right. Now to the, one of the last games, we got the Broncos and the Raiders. Raiders take their first dub, thirty-two to twenty-three. Uh, Russ is looking better. Uh, the Raiders are looking better. Uh, uh, big blow for the Broncos, Javante Torres ACL. Yeah, yeah, big blow, big blow. And Melvin Gordon is questionable. So whoever that third string running back is, I forget his name. Uh, Mike Boone. Yeah, yeah. Look out! <laughs> look out for Mike Boone. All right. <laughs> Denver does produce some good running backs. I will say. Uh, going on to the, the barn burner in green Bay, the Patriots and the Packers Pit, uh, Packers win 27 to 24 in OT, uh, Aaron Rodgers throws his 500th career passing touchdown. Whoop That's you fucking sick. do. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Good for you, Rodgers. Uh, yeah. So got Bailey uh, Zappy into the game because Hoyer yeah. got knocked out early. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going on in New England, but it's nothing good. Uh, the offense has is, is got some work to do. 
for next week. Bill Belichick's pissed, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so good job, Packers. You barely beat the Patriots. And going to the primetime game, we got the Chiefs at the Buccaneers. Chiefs take the dub 41 to 31 uh, in just a game that the Tom Brady just couldn't catch up. Dude, Chiefs just Andy ran away Reed, with it. Andy Reid put the Bucks defense in a fucking clinic. Yeah, it was not fun to watch, especially if you had the Bucks spread. Like, that was not fun to watch because those turnovers really fucked them. Like, the Bucks could be – they could have won that game if it wasn't for those turnovers. So, uh, the Chiefs, you know, right off the bat got that, uh, that fumble off the kick return, and they just never looked back. So, uh, the Chiefs are just insanely good. The Bucks got some work to do. You got uh, Tom Brady's taking two L's in the same week, loses to the Chiefs, and is apparently getting a divorce with his uh, with Giselle. <laughs> so not not yeah. a good week for uh, Brady. Yeah, no, the TV twelve method is not working uh, at all right now for him. So hey, you know a pissed Brady is never a bad Brady to bet on. So I might be throwing the house on Brady next this upcoming week. So, can we skip over the Rams Niners game? No, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so, we're going to quick, we're going to touch on it a little bit. So, the 49ers, the Rams played the 49ers in San Francisco. 49ers win 24 to 9. Uh, Rams couldn't put up an offensive touchdown either. So, uh, that's not good. The, hey, the 49ers defense, I mean, Whew. Boy, that's that's a good, good. defense. That's, Dude, that guy, that's that a good defense. Six, the, the fucking guy with the long hair um, with the pick six. Yeah, Troy Palomalu Jr. Dude, yeah. he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's insane. He almost had two. Which is actually sure. funny because uh, apparently he actually trained with Troy Palomalu this past offseason. So it all makes sense now. He's like a safety he's... playing linebacker. Yeah, the only thing that's missing is the uh, head and shoulders commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just a just a bad matchup for the Rams. Uh O-line was hurt and, and the 49ers D who, you know, never blitz and uh going against uh Matthew Stafford who, you know, he does he has a a better passing percentage against the blitz than in zone coverage when they sit back. So, uh just a bad matchup for Stafford and especially how they've kind of been playing at the start of the season. So uh, caught that there at the right time, but you know, we'll never, we'll not, you know, the Rams will get back on track. I'm sure they will. Uh, Cooper cup was just insane for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure they'll get back on track. I'm going to uh, just talk about our records uh, for week four. So Sean, you went three and one putting your overall record at 11 and eight, 11, eight and one for your spread picks on the year. Mike went three and one as well, and he is also 11, eight and one on the year. I went two and two. And the reason why there's, you know, it's two and two and three and one is because we, I don't know, we were incompetent and didn't post any uh, afternoon games. And that's mostly my fault. I didn't send my picks in. So we had to do the afternoon games and the primetime game. Um, but yeah, I went two and two. And then my overall record is 12, seven and one. 
And then Sean, for your props, you went two and three, putting your overall record at four and six on the year. Mike went two and three as well, putting his overall record at four and six. So you and Mike are literally neck and neck here. And then yeah. I went four and one and my overall record on the player props is seven and three. Nice. So um, that's where we stand. Yeah, we got some work to do. All right, we're going to quick touch on this uh, Thursday night game, and then we'll send it off. So we got the Colts at the Broncos. The Colts are getting three and a half points. Um, I got the Colts. I got the Colts plus three and a half. I I like what I see out of the defense. I think they're going to have like a little rebound game that they, uh, you know, from week uh, – yeah, this this past week. So I think they could have a little rebound game and hopefully Matty Ice looks a little bit better. Okay, so you're taking Colts. I am taking Denver minus three for no reason at all other than I think this game's going to suck and I think Denver finds a way to barely cover. <laughs> oh, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. That is very fair. Matt, uh, you're going to – yeah, Matt, do uh, Mike's pick for him. So I think right now I would – it depends – if Taylor goes, I think I would take quickly. I'll take the Colts, but okay. I am taking the Broncos. I think Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson are going to have a big week. Okay. All Same right. Up. There you have it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you on Sunday. Peace. Q Rasputin. Yeah, a certain man in Russia long ago.